You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? Breathe, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! Welcome to Money Never Sleeps Radio. This is the show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And I want to thank you for joining me and listening to my chatter as I go um, I go from topic to topic on what I find to be impactful, uh, not only um, in, in the markets, but in general in our lives. There are a lot of things that are going on that are going to impact how we live, uh, whether it's going to be in a week, whether it's going to be in five years. You know, the future is um, is going to be interesting, to say the least. Okay, the, the post-pandemic environment, uh, people think for a second that it's going back to what it was, and that's not going to happen. It may ha- have some form of that, but things have changed, and they've changed forever. You can't change it back, you know, and people are beginning to get used to it, you know, them going back, like going to an office. Uh, how many people are going to be, are going to enjoy going to an office when they are padded up and they have to keep six feet a dif- distant distance between the next person and your cubicle is padded up and you have to wear a mask all day? I see it in banks and other, other uh, and grocery stores and things like that, and it seems very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, but it's a necessary evil, right? Because we want to beat this. There will be a vaccine. Seen uh, at some point end of this year, early next year, uh, that'll go and help with all this. But we're going into the fall. We're going into flu season. We're going into a lot of things. So I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that things have. There's been a material change in how we live our lives, and this is something that's not going away. Um, I, you know, technology is a big part of this. Uh, collaboration platforms, big part. I mentioned it on on another show. Uh, Microsoft, you know, they're, look, they're doing a lot of things in the collaboration arena uh, with their teams and their, their cloud service. And, you know, they, they, they have what they have. Um, you know, Slack is, is another one. They have a collaboration platform. And Microsoft ramping things up is actually, you know, uh, knocking them around a little bit. You know, the, the reality is there's enough room for other players. Uh, Microsoft or Amazon or all these companies, they're not the only show in town. You have innovative people that are coming out with technology that, you know, is going to be helpful for, for small business, mid-sized business, large businesses, enterprise, international, global business. You know, there's a lot of opportunity out there. Uh, you just have to look for it. You just have to look for it. You know, this is part of, you know, why we're, we're doing, you know, what we're doing uh, with Megahoot. Uh, I, I want to talk about um, a part of technology which taps on the real estate market you know you and and when i go through this you'll you'll get a better idea of why i'm i'm touching on this topic you know the opportunity is is abundant 
in, in certain areas. You have, you know, property technology where, you know, people try to coin the phrase, the phrase prop tech. I don't know. Prop tech is property technology. Will prop tech ever, you know, will catch on? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm calling it property technology, right? You know, it, it's all about efficiency, Okay, you know, compliance, efficiency, this is what property technology, what it's all about. You know, from building to selling to renting to buying to property management, you know, there's, there's lots of opportunity for the right people to create the right technology for this. And it's going to be interesting. You have these portals that are out there now for sales and leasing and for property management. You know, these are efficiency drivers. It makes it easier for property owners to deal with it. You can, I mean, you have property owners that have buildings, and these buildings may have, you know, 20, 50, 100 people or families in the building. Okay, you would think that, hey, that's no big deal to manage, but you take that one building, now you have another building, another building. Yeah, it gets daunting, especially when you're dealing with people. A hundred different people, a hundred different problems a day. You don't know what's going to come up. If you make it easier for your tenants to communicate with management, it's better. And then you're talking about property management, maintenance, dealing with all that. If you have a portal that does that, that's fantastic. And they have them out there, and there's going to be more coming out and more coming out. Smart buildings, they're not a buzzword anymore. You know, people, you know, use that as a buzzword. Smart buildings, smart homes, smart this, smart that. You know what? This is the future. Okay, it's on the table for all developers to utilize. You know, what's going to wind up happening is that, you know, this is this is the reality of it. You have smart cities that are popping up all over the world. Now, these are municipalities that are initiating this stuff. So the, the municipalities, they will dictate how things work, who's going to do what, and how you're going to do it. Then what's going to happen to developers, construction companies, everything else, they fall into line because they have no choice. They have no choice. You have to abide by the code. Okay, and if there's a code for it, guess what? You're going to do it. But it's a smart for, for, for uh, developers to do it. You know, when, when, you, you, when you're working like that, you're making more efficient uh, properties. Okay, which is better for the tenants and better for everyone. It can be better for the environment. You can have modular technology utilized. If you're utilizing composite material, you're talking about recyclable material for these buildings. And if they're fire retardant, things like that, you know, this becomes even more prevalent, more important in, in, in the building process. Okay, and you're to, you know, talking about, you know, net zero standards, adhering to that, you know, it, it makes it more interesting. And, and keep in mind, you're going to have a lot of buildings and smart homes and, and this type of thing that will have, you know, solar panels and other technology there. And I, I, I talk about this all the time. You have smart uh, everything. You have smart cars and you have, you know, some uh, really... Um, yeah, edge computing that that's that's going into place, and you're going to have more of that because the connectivity with 5G rolling out, going from two lanes to ten lanes, it's going to be very important that 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 cities work efficiently, and it's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of things that I don't even know about that will happen, and it's going to be important. Okay, now another part of it. And I talked about construction. Is construction technology is not only the building processes. What else happens? Okay, mobile apps, mobile tech apps for real-time updates. It's going to. It's it's important 
for a construction company to do it, to have something like this. Now we're not talking about developers. We're talking about on the construction level. So construction technology, they call it contact, is construction technology to me. Um, so uh, apps, so you can have it on your, 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 your iPad, your whatever you know, pad you have. You can have it on your mobile. And what it does, it promotes and it boosts productivity, okay? time saving you're saving time you're saving money you're saving money you're increasing produ productivity your bottom line is increasing period the end less waste you're mitigating all of that and it becomes very very interesting it is it, it's going to be important uh, on the you know with with construction technology drones and you're probably saying drones why drones well you have not all sites are flat you have other things involved especially if you're doing a big project you have little rivers and and maybe a bridge and this and that and drones will allow you to go and uh scope out the area as opposed to having the little guy with with the tripod trying to scope it out and again you know uh it, it becomes handy and also for site monitoring when you have the construction going on you can monitor the construction remotely uh using a drone is is pretty good technology you have a lot of companies that are doing that out there uh building information modeling bim okay it's cat on steroids no question uh they what it does it it creates layers and layers of metadata for renderings Okay, uh, it, it was so important that the UK mandated the use of this when you're building. And I'm sure it's going to happen here. Now, what this does, it allows you to have undoubtedly serious, serious accuracy when you're building. Okay, now all this metadata, you're thinking, what do you do with it? Okay, I'm always talking about artificial intelligence and so on and so forth. It falls into place here because you can take that metadata and you can go and render it for virtual reality, for wearables, for augmented reality. There are a lot of things that, that can happen there that'll that, that can make the data useful for not only the construction company, but the developer and whoever's looking to lease, buy or rent from you know from the uh, you know from the developer. Uh, it becomes very interesting, and the municipalities can see it. And and you know things this this cuts time, uh, as far as getting permits and everything, because you you're able to show all this stuff in real time in 3D, not not 2D in 3D. Okay, uh, now talking about 3D, 3D printing. When you have all this metadata, you can render the actual um, the actual um, you know sample of the the, the property. You know, you can have a, a whole real 3D rendering in front of you, okay, where you, you know, it's, it's great for architects and so on and so forth, but it's great when you want to show it. You go and you can render it on a 3D printer and do, 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 all of a sudden you have your rendering, you, you're able to show people what it's going to look like, okay, so this again becomes interesting, you know, and now... I, I spoke about artificial intelligence. It does hold true here still. Okay. Artificial intelligence and construction. Here you go. You're ready? Robotics. Robotics. Where you have you have certain machines that can go and they can lay bricks, saving tons of time and saving uh, menial labor. So you can have people that used to go break their back, you know, brick laying. They can actually learn something skilled that they can take from job to job. The more you know, right now you have people that are. 
there, there's a big, 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 big demand for um, for housing. So the more you build, the more people are going to buy or rent or whatever the case may be. And this will keep people working. When you do that, um, again, it, it just keeps it keeps everything moving. All right. And if you're, you know, I, 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 I'm a big believer in utilizing composite material because, again, it's recyclable do it the right way it's, it's fire retardant and it's durable you know you can have a composite wood floor that looks like wood everything else and you can run a motorcycle on top of it uh, you can move the piano on top of it so on and so forth and it won't it won't get damaged as if you had real wood it, it easily gets damaged and real wood is, is you know becoming more and more costly in the build, buildings material uh, uh, arena you know, and the reason being is that supply and demand, more people want it. You know, I mean, how many trees do you have? You know, um, again, I, I go with the composite, go with the recyclable material because you, you, you can help the environment in doing that as well. You have enough plastic out there, okay, that needs a home. And, you know, you, you know smart people are finding a way to get that home. Um, another, uh, and, and, you know, with all this stuff, I, I always talk about this security, privacy, all this stuff is important in, in, uh, in construction technology and even in property technology and any technology. It's important. Okay, now I want to shift over to real estate technology. Uh, interesting. Okay, you know, um, you have companies out there that are doing something that, again, it crosses over from the property tech side to the real estate tech side. You know, how many times have you gone on Realtor.com or Zillow.com or so on and so forth? Okay, what what they do, normally they, sh they have listings, they get, they get a fee for it, they get the listings. You know, what wound up happening some uh some some smart people they they decided to say hey you know what let's go do something a little more let's go and become flippers and that's what they're doing you know you have zillow that that they're involved in that game they're going and they're they're buying houses for cash you get you close in, in a short period of time they take the house they do whatever repairs and they flip it out or they keep or i don't know if they're going to keep it in a portfolio or make a reit i don't know what they're doing but you know from what i'm seeing that there's a flipping game going on and they're making a buck yeah but when they do these transactions like all right open door okay it's it's it's, it's they say it's going to become the amazon of housing and is it going to be? I don't know. You know, uh, social capital. What they did, uh, Chamath, what he did, he created a SPAC. Okay, and he re put, I don't know, I think a billion dollars into it. And he went and he uh, took and he made a deal with Open Door. So Open Door is going to have access to that capital and they're going to be or they are a publicly traded company. And what they're going to do with that capital is that they're going to acquire properties. What what happens there, and this is how it works, you know, they'll go and acquire your property for a little less than or less than what the market value is. They'll take a 6% uh, a cut of, you, of the deal, that's their fee, and you, you walk away from your home within a week. Okay, that's it. Zillow's doing something similar. Okay, but, you know, an open door, they'll go and help you sell your home, okay, for 5%. Right. You know, uh, but they'll also invest in, in, in fixing up your home a little bit, you know, so you can get the highest price possible. Um, look, if they have access to a billion dollars, a billion dollars in buying residential homes, what's going to happen? It's going to price out. I guarantee you it's going to price out the uh, the first home 
the first uh, home buyers. It's going to price out people that are looking to buy a home. It's going to price out a lot of people. It's going to artificially inflate um, housing prices artificially. Okay, and then at some point in time, when things don't go the right way, you know, there may be a reverse of fortune, a reversal of fortune there. You know, that's the thing I'm concerned about with it. Okay, are they going to go and, and put it all together into a REIT and then resell it to the public and so on and so forth, and then we ever repeat it something later on? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. You know, you have, you have smarter people than, than myself that are trying to figure this out. Um, but I, I do say that I'm not a big fan of that uh, just because it's going to price out people that are looking for those homes. Now, if they were going and buying the homes and then going and putting people in the homes and giving them the financing, that may be a different game altogether. Maybe that's what Open Door is doing. Maybe they're looking to acquire the properties, cash, they get them, then they go and they they put someone in there and they finance them to do it. They they go get a higher than what whatever rate uh, is out there now. And uh, then they call it a day. And then they, they create a REIT and they're generating income from it. That would be smart. You know, I, I, would, I would understand that. And that way it doesn't price out the little guy. The little guy needs some help. So you, you got to help him. So maybe that's what they're going to do. If they do that, you know, kudos to them. If they don't, what are you going to do? You know, or maybe somebody else will take that idea what, that I just threw out and do it. You know, then, then good for you. Go get it done. Okay. Um, deep tech. You know, deep tech companies, you have a lot of companies that are involved in deep tech and they're... They're, they're, they're building up a bit and they are, um, you know, D deep tech is not focused on end user services. Okay. And I just need to clear up what deep tech is. You're talking about artificial intelligence, robotics, blockchain, quantum computing, biotech, basically cutting edge and disruptive technology. Okay engineering based and it's 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 all based on look it's based on science engineering physics and things like that this is deep tech deep technology all right you have a lot of this that goes into play in a lot of different areas you know i, I believe that that's going to be more prevalent you're going to have companies coming out with 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 solutions you know blockchain is is definitely you know i i feel it's a very important factor as it, as it relates to security Okay, um, because you have something that's immutable and irrefutable and irreversible that gets done. Um, so it becomes, you know, very interesting. Um, and uh, again, a lot of things are going to be coming out of that. And it should be, um, you know, it should be coming again, you know, end of this year, early next year, going into the next few years is going to keep happening. Um I think that the education part of things, uh, we need more, uh, well, if not more, but better, better platforms for kids that are learning from home. As I said, this is the new normal that we're in. You know, we're not, you know, post-pandemic is going to be kind of like the pandemic, but just a little bit different with, you know, you mix a little bit the, the what we knew to be normal to the new normal. You mix it together and we're going to have a montage of something. You know, kids will be learning from home on all different levels, from K to 12 and probably, you know, uh, higher learning and so on and so forth. Uh, you're going to have businesses that will be training their, uh, their employees, 
okay you're utilizing augmented reality so on and so forth so those platforms are important companies in that arena will do well um and i'm not i'm not speaking about any particular company in regards to that you know I, i'm just a champion for the entrepreneur that's looking to make a difference and change the world in some way you know so if you guys are out there you're listening go make it happen go be fearless in what you do okay let your creativity shine and make a difference in the world make a difference in the world okay anyway so that's about it for this edition of money never sleeps radio i want to thank you for tuning in and listening to my rant uh, i try to share uh information that i i think is important and if you feel it's important thank you for listening and i'm i'm, I'm happy to uh to bring that to the table all right anyway until until the next episode i want to wish you guys a great day a great trading day and we we'll, we will be back with you for the next episode of money never sleeps radio uh until then have yourself a fantastic day initiating shutdown sequence you're listening to UCW radio in your face what is your major malfunction so let it be written so let it be done Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. All opinions expressed by Luis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez's affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.